Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host, Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and two movies up for review this week. It's another superhero movie with Morbius starring Jared Leto, and then there's the star-studded Judd Apatow streaming film The Bubble on Netflix. First up is Morbius, which is based on a Marvel Comics character, and I will be fully upfront, I don't know anything about this character. I'm pretty sad that this was my introduction to it because I've heard that it's actually a relatively compelling character, but this film is not reflective of that at all. The film comes from Sony, who did Venom and the Spider-Man movies. They only have access to a very limited roster of the Marvel characters because of a very complicated IP deal, so this is not part of the MCU that we know and love. I have tried to record this review so many times, and I've struggled so hard, and I think it's just reflective of how much I didn't like the film. And I never go into a movie wanting to dislike it because it's hours of my life I don't get back. But this movie, I I would actually be interested in reading the comic to figure out how they'd have a unique take on the story. So basically, Jared Leto, who I'm also not a particular fan of, he plays Dr. Michael Morbius, who is a super genius, and he happens to have a rare blood disorder. You know, he's had it from childhood, and he's committed his life to figuring out a cure for it, and this leads him to some maybe questionable and unethical science, where he takes the blood of vampire bats and injects it into himself in a way and then lo and behold becomes a vampire so you know we've seen plenty of vampire stories over the years again i am giving credit to the comics where i'm assuming there's a good story in there but it did not translate to the film everyone is just i was thinking about it after i watched the movie and i was like i don't think jared leto emoted in this at all and maybe it was supposed to be an intentional character choice where he's supposed to be you know cool calm collected removed from emotions and things like that but it just comes across as really, really boring. And then you've also got Matt Smith in it. He plays Morbius's best friend. He was a, another, he's a, you know, they meet in childhood. They both have these rare blood disorders and, and he, he is very rich. He's not a super genius, but money is its own form of power. And so he also wants to get access to this cure and does not care about the fact that it makes you desire human blood. And then there's a whole thing about how, you know, Morbius, this isn't a spoiler because I think it's in the trailer, but, you know, he tries to feed off of synthetic blood to sate his appetite but it only helps him for so long and at a certain point he'll have to have fresh human blood which I just I again i really interested in reading the comics to figure out how this is an interesting story over and over yes I get the idea that like oh you have to go against your base needs in order to survive um you know is there an ethical way to harvest human blood I would assume blood banks I feel like this is also stuff that like true blood kind of covered as a film it's just really really boring and I don't care about any of the characters having a rare blood disease is not an inherent reason for me to care about you as a character it's a possible hook into that but you have to be more interesting with what you do going forward the action is meh. the special effects are also meh. You know, everyone, I don't know if they were phoning it in or the script is just so bad that they couldn't save it. Matt Smith is an actor who I generally really like. I wasn't really impressed by his performance. Again, Leto, don't have a huge, I'm not a big fan, but I can acknowledge when he gives a good performance, but this, it, he did not give one in this. You've also got Adria Arona as a completely useless, but I mean, she's not useless, but she's a useless female character. Like, I... I think it's supposed to be a love interest thing, but there's no chemistry whatsoever. Jareed Harris is in it. Tyrese plays an FBI agent. I just, oh, don't see this movie. Just don't see this movie. I, I wanted, I tried to give it 
a chance. I wanted to go in with an open mind, even though having seen the trailers, I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this. I don't think this is very good. And again, two hours of my life, I don't get back. So I didn't go into it trying to be like, I'm going to hate this movie. I actually also almost wish it had been so bad. It's good, but it doesn't even fall into that category. So Morbius gets a one out of five from me. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. And I'm back. And then next up is a film called The Bubble. And speaking of going into films, wanting to like them, I saw the trailer for this movie. And at first I thought it was a joke because it comes out on April 1st. And I was like, oh, this is a really clever, funny parody trailer. It's from Judd Apatow. And turns out, no, it's a real film and it's out on Netflix. And it has so many people who I thoroughly enjoy. I also really like Judd Apatow's work, generally speaking. So I wanted to like this movie really, really badly. I did not like this movie either. I just struggled to connect to it. The thing I like about a lot of Judd Apatow's work, as as crude or as ridiculous and silly as it can be sometimes, usually there's an emotional core and something he's working through in it. This, I don't think he was, I mean, I think he was bored. I think everyone was bored. So the premise is that it's a film about making a film in quarantine. So you've got a bunch of actors isolated in England on a soundstage and a set basically uh, making a film called Cliff B6, which... Ironically, I would have preferred to see that movie. The film bits within the film, I would have enjoyed more. They remind me of a Sci-Fi Channel original film. That's what the trailer basically was, was a Sci-Fi Channel original film kind of parody thing. And I was like, oh, I would so watch this movie. And the cast is very impressive. You've got Karen Gillan, David Duchovny, Keegan-Michael Key, Leslie Mann, Pedro Pascal, Rob Delaney, Maria Bakalova, Guz Khan, and then you've got Iris Apatow, who, oh God, I don't, she's young, so I don't want to hate on this so much. But basically this film felt like, a marketing machine made it. And there are, there's so many interludes that are like TikTok sequences. And I'm like, were you really, I, I feel like it's too meta in the sense that they just were bored during quarantine and like, you know what? Let's get Netflix to pay for us to make a movie. We'll get to go to England or wherever they shot it. I'm assuming they shot, maybe they shot it on an estate in the United States. But either way, we'll get them to pay for this quarantine bubble. We'll make a movie out of it. We'll have some fun. Yay, we'll call it a day. In which case, I say congratulations to you. I hope you got a great vacation out of it. But there's something about, and I love stories about Hollywood and filmmaking. I, you know, I am adjacent to the industry. And so I would be the target audience for this. I like comedy. But there was just something so removed from this film that made it really hard. There are a few moments I laughed at, but they were way too few and far between. Given the talent involved in this film, I think it's also going to be a little bit meta for people who don't follow the film industry that closely. And again, to go back to the Iris Apatow thing, I think Maude Apatow is a great actress on Euphoria. You know, she's proven. She's got those chops. And, and Leslie Mann is their mother. Judd Apatow is their father. I get that there's some nepotism happening here. But she's playing an influencer-y character. So she doesn't have to have that much of acting chops. But, my God, it's just, it's painful. The amount of screen time she gets and the storyline that it's not interesting. It's just there to make TikToks. I almost wish this film had been released as parody video, parody trailers or the actual ridiculous film within the film. And then they could have thrown some TikToks on TikTok, call it a day like, yeah, you've got David Duchovny and Karen Gillan and Pedro Pascal in a TikTok. Congrats, marketing machine. But I wanted it to be good. I really did. I thought it was going to be just like a fun disconnect your brain, watch some chilly, talented comedians and actors do their thing. It was not the case. There are a bunch of cameos in it, too, that are really weird. I didn't. 
it just makes me sad. There wasn't enough redeeming stuff in it for me to go, yeah, it's worth overlooking the unevenness of it. I also feel like it is just, it's too soon, right? And the film does poke fun at a few things in it where the characters are complaining about their quarantines and their testing and things like that, but they're obviously like the Hollywood elite, so they really don't have it that bad when they're quarantining in a five-star resort and things like that. But I don't feel enough genuineness out of those moments and I don't think we are far enough removed from the pandemic which is still ongoing in order for that to be read as funny I don't think it's like in poor taste I just don't think it comes across as funny and maybe there was a way to do it but it wasn't well executed in this so I'm only going to give the bubble 2.2 out of 5 that has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing. 